Hi, this is episode four. And again, I don't have a music for my podcast. So if there is anyone who is making music or especially background music or something, I don't know. I don't know how to make music. One second. I just scratched my ear. Um, one second. I scratched it again. Yep, there is no script here. I'm sorry about the noise if you, you heard a noise. But anyway, if you know how to make music, if you especially know how to make um, background music, then, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, then contact me. I think I should leave my website address on the description so you can contact me and um, I will use your music gladly. Um, and very, and, and I'll be very grateful for the music that you make. Um, and then I'll credit you. Um, today's episode, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, so I have not decided the title. Um, so, but, um, generally what I think these days or in general, since I was a very young, I always wondered why do we live and, why why were we born and why do we want to feel happy what do we want to feel in our life you know what do you want to feel in your life do you want to feel excited or happy or do you want to avoid pain do you want to be sad or do you want to um I, I think I told you guys, everyone has a heart. We all have a heart. And if you put your hand on your heart, what do you feel the most right now? And what do you want to feel and why? I don't, I don't believe that everyone can be excited all the time. Excitement is different than feeling content or happy. Um, I don't even like the word happiness, actually, I like joy. Um, feeling the joy is just to feel the joy. While you believe in the fact that you will um, become the person you want to be, you will um, have the life you want to have. And it could be, I mean, if someone loves the materials, I don't really judge people who loves who love materials because I like materials too. I mean, it's not a bad thing, um, but it, it just, it comes down to what kind of relationship you have with the materials. Do you feel like you are nobody without those? Like imagine if you're someone who has multiple cars in um, multiple luxury brands and then think about it. Um, without those, do you, what do you feel? Let's say tomorrow they're all gone. What do you feel? I think that's an important question. Now, I, I don't mean that they're going to be taken away. No, like you will all, if you are a driven person who worked hard to make money, they will stay with you. But what do you feel without them? What do you feel when someone doesn't validate what you have? Um, that's a question. Like if you are absolutely with yourself, what do you feel? I mean, 
when you have this, you know, I, I guess some people say codependent relationship, codependent relationship with the materials, then I don't think it's a bad thing. If that makes you happy, then that's a good thing. But at the same time, um, it will hit you pretty hard. <laughs> at some point in your life, it will hit you pretty hard. Um, because human beings want meanings. Human beings always wonder. Human beings always find what's missing in their life. And it comes down to being with yourself. People want to be with their with themselves. Isn't that funny? With your but the thing is that people who know how to be with themselves, they achieve, they receive, they make a lot of money. I mean, there are people who doesn't know how to be with themselves and who make money who are successful, but um, I'm not, we are not the kind of people. So, um, or those people, you know, undergo a lot of stress and emptiness syndrome and loneliness. Um, so I want to just point out, what do you feel without the materials? What do you feel without your family? What do you feel without your friends? What do you feel with without the sweater that you're wearing right now or the shirt that says, you know, female boss, like without this shirt, what do you feel about yourself? Um, can you stay still? Can you sit with your pain? Can you sit with your anxiety and get out of it and then see your higher self? I always say everyone has a higher self, like whether that's a loving self successful self or everyone has that but a lot of times we just ignore that and just live our daily life some people hide themselves behind materials shopping makeup some people hide some people ignore their higher self behind anxiety scarcity oh i'm always a poor you know, I'm always unhappy. I'm always sad. I'm always emotional. No, everyone has that higher self who uh, is absolutely, you know, who absolutely embraces the joy of being them with themselves and who absolutely knows everything, who absolutely knows that anything is possible, who absolutely embrace everybody else around them and who absolutely has no ego. Um, I want to talk a little bit about ego. Ego is not actually just, um, you know, like uh, a dude, like every time someone says you are, you have a big ego that people say, people immediately think about this guy who's, you know, who's probably a jerk and who, um, who rides a motorcycle and he's like, oh, I'm so cool. Who wears, you know, whatever. Maybe that's my perception. I don't know. But that's not just an ego. Um, ego could also look like someone who is kind, who is sweet to you. It could look as um, a, this 20-something-year-old girl who is kind and sweet to you, who is timid and shy, and who likes to hide, who doesn't want to do anything because I don't think things. I don't think achievement is my thing. I don't think what I want is available out there. I don't think I can go bigger than this. I don't think my dream is achievable. I think the reality, 
um, doesn't help me. I, I think everybody hates me. I think my past is holding me back. I think, you know, this is ego too. Why? Because ego likes, as, as you guys all know, ego, your ego um, that, you know, is created by a part of your brain likes to protect you. Some people, the ego comes out as this, you know, strong, macho kind of, you know, regardless of the gender or like strong person um, who doesn't, you know, who would not let anyone see their vulnerability or it could show as someone who is kind of moody and kind of, you know, the reality is, you know, I think, you know, like it's not, I'm not in charge of my life, you know, and, or uh, who I am too, you know, I don't have money. I don't have resources. I'm not good enough. Um, I always feel like I'm not good enough because my parents may always made me feel like that. That's also an ego. Um <laughs> because they wanna protect you. The ego wants to protect you. Ego doesn't like uncertainty. Ego doesn't like a uh, brighter future. Ego wants you to think limited, limitedly, is there a word? Limitedly, is that a word? But anyway, with the limit, the ego wants to give you the limit, but that is, just your head, your ego. And when it happens, what happens is that you start seeing things as evidences of your ego, what your ego says. And every time you fall, you're like, see, my ego was right. Or every time, you know, you feel scared, you're like, See, my ego was right. I am too scared. I cannot do this. My future will be this. And, you know, so, so everything just limits when you go with the ego. So, yeah, my parents lived a life. They have a good house. They have money, all that, blah, blah, blah. So I have to live that way. That's an ego, too. No. What do you want? Have you ever been alone with yourself? It's raining right now. I hope you, can you hear it? Can you hear the thunder? Anyway, that's an ego. So, um, and I, I understand. I understand. When you want to achieve something, when you want to follow your dream, it's freaking hard. It's really hard because I told you, because you have to keep getting over yourself. Getting over yourself is harder than, um, climbing Everest. <laughs> is that an exaggeration? It's not an exaggeration because there is no guide. Um, you have to guide yourself or you have to trust God. You have to trust the universe. You have to trust the, the powerful higher self, what, whatever you believe in. Um, and that is the most, that is the most painful thing. And that's why it is hard. But, and also, you are actually so if you are so what do you what do you see around you the neighbors your family or the people who you know lived life around you do you think that's the life that is all that's going to happen 
then you're wrong. Because I made an example of Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was a homeless man. He probably knew a lot of other homeless people. If he only saw homeless people, and if he thought, okay, this is my life, and the best thing I can do is to go to, um, to get free food from people, he will probably still be the homeless man. No, he created his reality. He believed in him. He trusted God. Um, he trusted um, the force out there. He trusted the universe. He trusted that there's something more and this is not it. That's why when people finally, um, the funny thing is that when people finally start trusting, when people finally start enjoying being with themselves and just embrace the joy of just being with yourself and being, you know, when you just enjoy being expanded, and when you just feel it, just think about it. The, what is your wildest dream? Why do you think that's not happening? Oh, like think there are evidences everywhere. Most successful people started from the scratch, started from the zero, and they have no idea what they were doing. They failed so many times and they are successful. And that there are evidence, there are evidences that people succeed. And you only see people, you only think about the people who failed. Maybe they did not fail. Maybe they are on the way. Or maybe they always had in their mind, I'm failing, I'm failing. That's why they failed. So uh, what is your wildest dream? I think keeping that in your mind and just knowing that it's happening makes it happen. Isn't that funny? Like whatever you're thinking right now in your brain, they're all limits. What's actually going to happen in the future is above that. So that means you don't see it. Of course you don't see it. How do you see something above your thoughts? That's, you know, can you think of, I mean, think about something that happened to you that you did not know. You had no idea that that, that would happen. Like, Oh, if you asked me a month ago or like, let's say that event happened, you know, um, May, then if you asked me in April that this is going to happen, I would say you're crazy. And then but it happened in your life and you loved it and you're so thankful that it happened and it was absolute surprise. Is there anything like that in your life, whatever it is? That's the evidence that something above your thoughts could happen. Isn't that crazy? So when you actually understand this, when you actually start enjoying being with yourself and just your own philosophy and, you know, and the possibility when you actually start trusting, you actually start enjoying uncertainty. You probably may have heard of this comment from other people. Um, you actually start enjoying uncertainty because that means you are getting over your thoughts. I'm over my thoughts. Isn't that weird? 
Um, and when uncertain, when when uncertainty, when, when in your mind, if uncertainty means bad things are happening, then you may want to reprogram your mind. It is not you. It is something that happened in the past. Maybe um, someone you lost to someone you love out of blue. Maybe something bad happened when you were a child. So in your mind, when things are uncertain, that means um, the bad thing that happened in the past will happen in the future. Then what happens is that you start controlling your reality. You start limiting yourself. You start feeling scared. You start grabbing onto whatever you can hold onto. Um, and you just can't think beyond that. That's when we stop pursuing what we want to pursue. And that's when we settle. And that's when we start losing ourselves. So, but what you're feeling is not actually the reality. What you are feeling is the pain that you felt in the past. Um, if you hear about a lot of you know, successful people, a lot of bad things happened in their life. A lot of bad things. They became successful. That is the evidence. So I don't know. I don't know why I started talking about this, but um, I just, I was just thinking, you know, what is a happiness? What, how do you people, like, how do people live? And why do they live the way they live? And do they, are they actually happy or are they really feeling the joy every day? Or what, why do they make the decisions they are making now? Like I've been thinking about that. I was walking earlier um, and then I thought about that. And um, I don't know, isn't that weird? There, I mean, human beings can do a lot of things like you can achieve anything literally when you put your mind to it and when you actually know that it's not believing it's not want you know that it's happening then it really happens whatever it is when you know that it's happening it happens the knowing part means you're trusting but anyway um i just want you to feel little encouraged through my podcast that you are living with the possibilities and also you can also you it's not about it's not just about achievement you can actually love someone even though you've never been loved in your life even though you feel like you're unlovable um, you can actually love someone. You can be the love that provides love. That also goes back to me talking about you being okay with yourself. That means you're become the whole self of you. You don't, you know that you love others, but you don't need them. Then that means you are the whole. That means you can love others. So, Anyway, I just want you to feel a little encouraged and I want you to just feel your heart when you listen to my podcast because we all have hearts and, you know, 
you're you could be a mom you could be i don't know who you are but you could be a mom you could be this you know millionaire who's who happened to listen to my podcast who has everything but love in your life and you could be you know this 30 something year old girl who's working really hard and you could be 20 something year old you know man who is who doesn't know what he wants to do but the only thing you know is to be you have to make enough money save enough money so someday you buy a house and you get married you know i just want you to i don't know i want you to feel that you're more than that and you can I don't know. I always think that when I see people, I see their hearts. Isn't that weird? When I see people, when I, I see their heart, their passion, and they're sad sometimes, and they're happy, and they're joyful, they're curious, and, you know, and they're scared. And that's what I see. And that's okay. You know, like we all have a heart. And that's okay. If we're just open about how painful how much pain we're in every day and if we're just open about how much joy you want to feel every day and how much you want to be loved i think it will be great um and you're you know and i don't know and also i want to talk about perfectionist um i i used to be a perfectionist um because i thought if i'm perfect i will not regret isn't that weird? If I'm perfect, I will not regret. If I'm perfect, then nothing is my fault. Then I don't feel this pain of maybe I did something wrong because I don't know how to forgive myself. And if you feel that way, um, I would say, I mean, perfectionism is really, really kind of boring. You're not boring just because you're perfectionist, but perfectionism itself is boring because you don't love is not perfect. When you fall in love with someone, it's not perfect. It's messy. And if you, you know, if you get like physically intimate with people, it's not perfect. It's kind of gross. And when you eat food, the most joyful thing that human can feel is physical intimacy and eating. Both are not perfect. It's disgusting. When you, can you, have you seen yourself in the mirror while you eat? You're not perfect. You have food in your mouth. It's not perfect. So you actually give up joy and moving forward with your life and possibilities by being perfect. But I understand where that comes from because I used to be like that. And um, but you are you are going to be loved even though you're not perfect. You're going to be loved even though you don't do a good job. Um, I want to. Yeah, I love you. I will love you. So I want you to feel a little bit of love and heart from my podcast. I know my knowledge is not perfect maybe some of you will say no you're wrong what you said is wrong you're not a psychologist how dare you talk about your you know emotions and things but this is my show so <laughs> um 
all I all I want to provide is just just you know a little chat uh, with you if you you know if you need a friend if you're driving for a long time I just want you to have a little friend and um, yeah so I think that's it I ran out of things to say um, I will see you or I will show up um, tomorrow.